800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. Despite the record amount of money invested into Michigan's education in the last budget cycle, um, we are still far below where we need to be in some pretty important categories, whether that's third grade reading, third grade math. We, we are not up to snuff. And in fact, we are in the bottom 10 in the United States for for third grade reading and third grade math. And it's a problem. And so, you know, I, I to me, education is a two-prong approach. You have to have people, families, loved ones that are involved at home. You have to be able to read to your kids. You have to be able to read with them. You have to be able to write. And and that's how that's how they become competent readers, competent learners. It's a, a pillar number one. Pillar number two is the schools need to be accountable for both the good and the bad when things are going well. And when things are going badly, they, they need to be held accountable. We need, we need to stop putting people in categories, putting students in 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 categories based on religion, gender, sex, whatever it is. And, and we need to look at them as third grade students, fifth grade students. And, and those are the ways that you improve. Now, I, I, I love the idea that the governor threw out last night as a way to entice more educators to the state of Michigan. They're going to make it easier for you to get here, make it easier for for you to get into the classroom. I think it's great because teachers are just one of those one of those that one of those workforces that we just can't see a dip in. And we have here in the state of Michigan. And so it is it is a problem that we we, we just have to address. And so I'm glad she did talk about that last night. I know that. That again, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. But at the same time, I think education continues to be a, a huge priority when you consider one of the main goals for this governor is going to be growing Michigan's population. She's got a a, a group dedicated towards it now. And so, I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things that you just have to be, you have to be, you have to excel at if you want to draw people to your state. Michigan does not excel at this point in time. I mean, you have to have jobs. Absolutely. You have to have good places to live. Absolutely. But if, if young families with kids are, are looking at relocating to a state, but their education system isn't where it needs to be, well, they, that will be a deciding factor. Robert McCann is the executive director of the K-12 Alliance of Michigan. And he joins us. Robert, good to have you back. Hey, thanks for having me as always. What did you what did you make of some of the things the governor said yesterday on on education at her state of the state address? Yeah, I, I think, you know, what what you just said is is right on par with I think what she's proposing here is that we have to continue to grow our education system in Michigan if we want to compete in any number of areas uh, as a state. You know, we know that employers don't want to locate in a place where their families of their employees don't want to live and schools play a big part of that. And so if we can continue to invest in education, whether that's in the K-12 system itself, which we need to keep doing, or talking about the wraparound services, meaning early childhood ed, pre-K, like she's talked about last night, and 
post-graduation community college, like she talked about last night. Those are all good things. But, you know, the real questions are how are, how are we investing in these and how much are we investing in these? Because that's ultimately what will decide whether they succeed or not. The governor signed that that bill to, to change teacher evaluations in, in the state of Michigan. How does that pair with the effort ongoing now to, to try to make it easier to bring teachers in, get them into the classroom faster. How does all of that jive? Does that, does that make it, uh, does that expedite the process to try to get teachers in and, and make Michigan a more enticing destination for it? Yeah, what we found is that the, the current teacher evaluation or the, or the previous one as it existed until recently uh, was really quite duplicative in some ways, but also very punitive in some ways that it didn't really give accurate representations of how teachers were doing and more importantly where and how we can help them improve and so by getting rid of that and allowing school administrators to administrators to work directly with their employees uh, on any improvements that are needed it, it helps foster a better relationship between our teachers our schools and our parents and so as we're doing that i think it's going to help us recruit more teachers to michigan make michigan a more welcoming place uh, for for young teachers in particular, where they want to you know start a career for twenty thirty years out. Uh, obviously, uh, the students that that you would be representing or most interested in those those seniors that are graduating high school, going on to college or going on to their post secondary education. The governor talked about making the first two years of community college free for for graduating seniors. Do you feel like that path? is a sustainable one and do you feel like most most graduating senior graduating seniors would even t- take that route would they go to community college for a couple of years before t- transferring to to a bigger university i think the bigger impact this is ultimately going to have is on you know the high school freshmen sophomores that are questioning currently if they have a path after graduation and if they don't know meaning college isn't affordable for them they're not sure if a trade school makes sense for them those are the students we often lose into the system. These are the students that don't have a hope beyond graduation. So we have str- we have struggled for years to keep them on a path for success. And if we have a, uh, a policy in Michigan that says, no matter where you come from, no matter you know, your, your financial background, you have two years of college after graduation paid for it, that may be the single biggest thing that helps us keep those kids motivated, keeps them on track towards uh, successfully graduating high school because this is the first time they'll know that there's options for them after that. So I really think it, it can capture that. Again, to your other question, though, the question is going to be the, the financial sustainability of this program. You know, we, we know it can be a, a success, but we also need to know how it's going to get paid for. And if it's pulling money out of our K-12 system, that's not where we need to be pulling money from right now. So we have some questions, but ultimately we think it it can have a tremendously positive impact. Robert McCann with the K-12 Alliance of Michigan. Great stuff. Uh, appreciate the time as always. We'll talk again soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. Uh, 800-859-0957. I want to squeeze Dave in here before we go to break. Dave, I got just over a minute here. What's up, bud? Yeah. Uh, how do we pay for this stuff? Well, we just had uh, back-to-back experiments with uh, the GOP's favorite theory that tax cuts and enhance the enhance the tax base and it pays for itself. It clearly doesn't. Never has. It's failed repeatedly. And the other one that the GOP thought was a joke, as far as the uh, investment into the people, the, the lower paid people, education, so on and so forth, it doesn't pay for itself. Well, it clearly does. Today, the new data was out, and what does it show? Not only is the GDP up now 304 for all 12 quarters, if you take it as a whole, 
is slow above three, no matter how you mm-hmm. measure it for this quarter, the year, everything else. And the debt's down to 96.4%. The, the relative uh, public debt, the federal cumulative public debt held by the public, 96.7. That's down from where three years ago was 98. All right. So well then, Dave, my question is, how do we pay for a and, lot of the things that the governor talked about last night? Okay. Basically, how did we pay for this one? The tax revenues over the last three years came in much higher than than anyone, even the nonpartisan CBO predicted. That's why the debt's down to the 96, where it took over in right. 98. They said it'd be at 101. And, and, and Dave, I'm different. up against it. I'm sorry, I got to run, but but we are at these would be additions as we go forward in 2024. So we'll see if it's exactly. something that that's able to to be sustained. Got to take a break.